0: We're back with another episode of the Lakers fast break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers fast break, pop culture cosmos inside sports, fantasy football and game source. We truly appreciate everyone out to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers fast break. Pop culture, cosmos, game source, inside sports, fantasy football. Please like, share, and subscribe. Do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It is sincerely appreciated if you do because you'll get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with the latest shows right here, including NBA observations, Magic Man in the Morning, Do You Know Your Lakers Trivia, which is coming up tomorrow. Also as well, Lakers fast break late night, or late night with the Lakers fast break. I like the sound of that one a little bit better. Lakers history 101, and of course, our awesome post game. So please go ahead and support us today by subscribing and liking to all of our videos. And if you can, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, I'll tell you what, it is coming to the biggest road trip of the season for the Los Angeles Lakers. Without a doubt, the next five games are crucial for the team's success and the team actually getting into the playoffs or even in the play-in, per se. We're going to talk about how crucial these next five games truly are. Plus, also as well, Luka Doncic got his second technical of the year rescinded by the league, which means he did not have to serve a suspension for tonight's game that's already being played as we speak at Indiana. So, you know, I know where all these fans out there talk about the bias supposedly for the Lakers, for LeBron, they get everything they want, the Lakers, the league wants to go ahead and side with the Lakers. Huh, funny how that didn't happen in Boston earlier this year. But I will say, though, that things are looking a little bit fishy in regards to the league wanting to keep Luka around making sure he has every opportunity to make the playoffs. We'll touch on that on the back end of the show as well. But it is the Lakers heading out to Chicago to start a five-game road trip. Yes, one is at the Crypt, but it still counts as a road game. So this is the season right here in a nutshell. This is where the season will come. About. By the time it gets those last two games at home, we will probably know for sure if the Lakers are getting in or staying out as we see it here. But here today to talk about how important these games are. It's a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check them out every Friday morning at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. It is the Magic Man of the morning. It is the host himself, Magic Man Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here, my friend. Wanted to ask Mm -hmm. you how important are these next five games to me i think this is the season whether or not it's a extreme failure or even the slight possibility of it being a success hinges on these next five games on the road for the lakers
1: yeah gerald i think you're right i i think um that there's definitely something to behold about the <clears throat> the fork in the road, they're, we're headed towards, they really need to uh, find a way to have a successful road trip. Now, uh, does that mean three and two? Does that mean four and one? It means that they're relatively competitive and they stay within striking distance of at least a playing game. Um, you know, we, we all had anticipated with the LeBron coming back that that would have been um, a tincture added to the uh the bubbling what seemed to be a team uh, on the verge of momentum and maybe um uh forward trajectory but unfortunately um they came out with a very stilted very listless very lethargic effort Gerald and um
0: Jose already in the chat he's saying that it's 7-0 has to be 7-0 or you got your last yet loss was yesterday and that's it I don't think that's correct. I think the Lakers can get at least a play in without having to go seven and zero, but I don't think they will go seven and zero, but I think the time is now and the Lakers want to do anything in the playoffs. They got to go at least five and two, six and one.
1: Yeah. Gerald at minimum, you have to go five and two. Yes. You, you definitely, you definitely have to go at least three and two on this, on this five game road trip, and you definitely have to win both of the, your home games. Look, you've got Phoenix again at home, and you've got Utah at home. Gerald, I, and not to mention that, um, you know, I don't think we're going to go 7-0 and because as much as uh, people want to think there's, you know, um, some of that magic juice in the water because LeBron's back, the Lakers play Utah and the Clippers on a back-to-back within the next uh, week and a half. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're going to win both of those games. That's likely a split at least. So there you're down to basically you have to win four to five, four to six. So it's very razor thin right now. And quite frankly, you're getting teams who are also like, it's not like they're playing uh, cake eaters. The, um, you've got Chicago coming up. Who's playing the Clippers tonight? The Bulls could easily uh come into uh a home home game with the Lakers on a three game winning streak themselves. And then the Lakers also had the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are playing. Uh, you know, a pretty rough schedule this week. They 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 beat Golden State last night. They've got the Kings tonight, they've got the Suns on Wednesday, and they've got us on Friday. So it, it's not as if the Lakers are, you know, playing teams who are, you know, coming off, you know, 20, 25-point wins. No, it, we're getting down to the nitty and gritty. It's getting very competitive, and, you know, for for them to just, you know, come out with a lackadaisical effort on a Sunday of all play of all days is really concerning because it means that, you know, they could, they could party up in uh, the windy city on a, on a Tuesday night and decide not to uh, not to show up until the third quarter again. And Gerald, you know, Chicago has, has been playing very well of late. So it's, it's not like that's uh that's a gimme.
0: And they're crediting Joe's favorite player from the Lakers. Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. for uh, the turnaround at their team as far as getting them motivated it seems like Patrick Beverly either turns your team on or turns your team off and obviously we saw what he did with the Lakers he was just a poor fit with the team and didn't play well at all but seemingly he has found something to energize in fact Minnesota has often complained about how much they miss his motivational tactics when it comes to Patrick Beverly's concern so Again, it's an acquired taste and you either acquire it or you don't when it comes to Patrick Beverly. We've seen them have a turnaround, but there is no if, ands, or buts. We have to go ahead and win in Chicago on Wednesday. Absolutely.
1: Yes, a hundred percent. If 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 you if you lose that game, then <laughs> you're going into a Friday night in Minnesota. And if they beat you, um, that's to eight nine. that's your fortieth loss of the year. You're staring down the barrel of of not even being in the playing trail. we We thought you know if you had gotten maybe forty one forty three wins would probably get you in the play and, and i I just don't see it if the Lakers are dropping games here to the Bulls. And then the Wolves. Well, they have to win
0: four times just to get to break even for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah. So, we're talking about going four. Yeah, four and three. Even that, um, I'm even hesitant to even say we could do that.
0: Well, then you might as well give up on the season, my friend, then. then, Because, you know, if we can't get it done now, we're not going to be able to get it done, period.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm
0: expecting back by Wednesday. Although that's obviously we've not heard any guarantee of that. LeBron should be ready and more acclimated with what the team is doing. Obviously, we saw you know not only the bad start by the team, but when LeBron came in, they just didn't seem to mesh very well. So, yeah, it just seems like that the, their time is now for the Lakers.
1: This is like a mission impossible kind of these last seven games. You know, if they should choose to accept that they need to go at least five and two minimum. To try, try and uh, make hay here, because it just Gerald put it on a mug, put it on a T-shirt, put it on a bumper sticker. What you said this year, this team just can't stand prosperity. It just feels like, for whatever reason, we're we're in a Warner Brothers cartoon, and it feels like there's just some lever or some pulley or some. Boulder that's about to fall on us anytime we've got any momentum.
0: Absolutely, indeed. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is NBA observations. I'm here with the magic man in the morning himself, the host Sean Grice. We're talking NBA observations. Before we touch on the Luca part of the show, I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit more about the next five games because the next five games it starts off at Chicago on Friday at Minnesota, Sunday at Houston and if we lose twice to Houston, I, I I don't want to speak for Joe, but you know, maybe we deserve not to be in the play if you lose twice at Houston in the same season. All I'm going to say out there, I'm just going to put it out there, I'll let you decide if you want to actually believe that, but at Houston on Sunday, at Utah on Tuesday and at the Clippers, of course, the Crypt on Wednesday, a week from Wednesday, so I'm asking you, my friend again. They got to go at least four and one. There's no excuses at this point in time. The time is now. If you are feeling that you, the team can't even make four and three, or if you think that's a hard thing for them to do, man, this doesn't bode well for the rest of the season.
1: No, it doesn't. Like I, I know the record. The look. The record reflects that. You know, maybe maybe Sean's being a bit hyperbolic about that about the the team's chances and, and you know as far as being you know on the um, pessimistic side but frankly I'm just not sh- I'm I'm just not sure what team is actually going to show up Gerald that's the that's the problem I and and beyond that being an issue uh, as far as an organic problem with uh, with a basketball team, I don't think we have the kind of coach who's like motivational enough to get them to get their heads out of their keysters when they're not playing. I believe he
0: gives them the motivation. I'm not going to argue with the motivational part. I just argue with the X's and O's. I really think the way he strategizes for a game way, he does not capitalize on certain things that happen throughout the game. He's not picking up on these things that other coaches do and i know there's a lot of uh, like back and forth on whether ham is doing a good or bad job my friend but i really think it comes down to the point where the the adjustments in a game or the adjustments that you need to make on the fly i'm not sure he's getting that part of it done that's the problem i have with seeing what ham is doing out there on the floor
1: yeah i agree i, I agree drill you know that's that's the that's the big uh matzo Ball. Of a problem in in that organization, is at that position, and you're right. There's one of three theories about you know c- kind of where that leans towards. One is Joe's, which is that you know Ham is basically um, basically a, uh, in a show place, and he's basically being feeded information. And analytical data that uh, points the Lakers to go in one direction. That's obviously coming from Rob Palenka and the uh, the uh, upper management. Two, it's as you stated before, Gerald. Maybe Darvin Ham is just a stubborn head coach who just does not feel that he needs to really adjust his game plan, and that's a result of, like you said, a, a lack of strategy and or as Stone Hansen has very eloquently pointed out, maybe it's a case of Darvin Ham doesn't watch film, or and or doesn't watch as much film as he should to try and and think about the adjustments that need to be made. And the third one, uh, obviously, is is um, that uh, you know it it wouldn't have mattered whether it was Darvin Ham or Quinn Snyder or. Um, Sam Cassell, just pick a name, right? It 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 would have been the the same old, same old with uh, with the genie bus and the bus family not being able to find the right head coach. So I'm not sure what what theory uh, to lay my hat on right now, but whatever it is, it, we're 37 and 38. The record doesn't lie. I mean, he was a, an assistant for 12 years. I think you get what you get in this business, and you know we've got a below average head coach this is Raphael from NBA junkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break
0: check out what's been going on with the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse i don't feel like that people have done that as much especially with this international release you can get out there right now
1: I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, you can get the cell phone version know.
0: that was taped somewhere where it's like, <laughs> you know, shell shaky has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're finding their seat with the popcorn already in hand. Oh, you know? come on, you, really? yeah, that version is already available. Yeah, but I mean, like with a mono I, sound. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. You only get sound on the left yeah. ear, not the right ear. <laughs> Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want it. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers' fast break. It is NBA Observations. I'm here with the magic man in the morning himself, Sean Grice. Before we head it out, my friend, I wanted to go ahead and ask you real quick. Xavier Woods says Darvin Ham needs to resign. He is not leaving that money.
1: Oh my God, you Xavier, here?
0: you and I both would not leave that money that's left on the table. You could fire Darvin. You know that's up. That's up to the the higher ups in the front office, but. He is not resigning, and he is not walking away from that money. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, and I don't think Sean would either. That's, that's a lot of millions left on the table that I would not walk away from, and I'll just leave it at that.
1: Oh, no, is, Gerald. Yeah. I, yeah just did, no. I
0: you know, Could we do it with a better coach? Yes, but I don't think uh, – oh, Joe says he would. hmm Yeah, I believe you. Uh-huh, not. But quit. <laughs> Jamie's gone there. Ham is not quitting. So yeah, he's not quitting. Xavier as much as you like it, would like it, as much as maybe we would like it or some of us out there who are ham detractors would would like it. It's not going to happen because he just makes too much money. Unless he's got another gig lineup as far as a coaching gig somewhere else, he is not going to walk away from that money. But Sean, before we head on out, Luka Doncic is playing right now in a game that they are going to win on the road at Indiana. Again, he, he was uh, given a technical in the last game. It was his 16th technical. For the second time, the league has rescinded one of his technicals, and I'm, I'm not going to say whether or not that this game would have been ultimately decided with or without him. He's got 25, but they're leading by 20, what 22 at this point in time. Your thoughts on this, my friend? I mean, everybody always talks about how the Lakers get favorable treatment here, and the refs want the Lakers to win, and the Lakers, the the league, they want the Lakers to win, yada yada yada. We heard this for years because of the fact when you win seventeen championships, that's what that's what the ultimately becomes. Those fan bases that are out there, ultimately, that are not the Lakers fans, always want to cry foul when they don't get their way or when they don't. You know, when they see the Lakers win another championship. But I don't think that's true. I think the Lakers always have a target on their back. I think quite the opposite on that. I think the Boston game proved it without a doubt that the league and the, you know, if they were going one way or the other, trying to go ahead and maybe side for another side, mm-hmm. but I'll just leave it at that. But I think that for the most part that they try to keep things on even keel, but letting Doncic play after twice rescinding a technical foul because right now he should have 17, not 16, 17 technicals. Uh, I don't understand it myself because he's always wanting to the officials. He's always crying foul to the officials. He's always wanting. He never gets back on defense himself. It's it's a shame because there are probably many players in the league who don't cry even a 10th as much as he does that probably get a quicker trigger on something that they say over him your thoughts on this whole Luka Doncic situation because again they're going to win they're going to be in 37 and 39 so if the Lakers lose on Wednesday they'll be tied essentially but your thoughts on this my friend because it really Luka Doncic for the second time gets a reprieve from the league and I don't think that's very fair
1: I don't think it's fair at all Gerald I agree with you you know he is a representation not a complete one, but he is a representation of the negative image and imagery that a lot of people have about young players in the NBA. He's whiny. He's snotty. He's rude. He is conceited. He's supercilious. He's condescending. He is probably every negative, passive-aggressive, haughty, I think I'm entitled person in the NBA. And he, is, he exemplifies 100% what Damian Lillard was talking about, that this entitlement. What are, do you think you're entitled to? You are averaging 11 free throw attempts a game. There are only four players who are averaging double-digit free throw attempts per game. You are one of them. SGA, Joel Embiid, and Giannis are the other three. You're getting the calls. You're getting more calls, actually, because the previous two years, you only could average seven and a half free throws, and you've gone up to 11. So it's obvious... You've improved the way that the officials call your game. You put it in their hands. They make the calls. You get most of the calls, Luca. And you're acting like a whiny bitch. And basically, we've all had it as hoopers. Like, we've had it with your bitchiness and your whining and your complaining. You haven't won anything, Luca. You're in your fifth year. Guess what? When I was thinking about this, I was doing some research. When Jerry West was in his fifth year, do you know where what he was doing, Gerald?
0: Wasn't he, whining at the rest that much.
1: No, man, because he was too busy putting the Lakers on his back and getting them to the championship after championship with the Celtics. His career was taking off after his fifth year. I did some further research, Mr. Glassford, when Michael Jordan entered his fifth year, he was getting to eat the Eastern Conference Finals, and yeah, he was getting his butt whipped, but he was getting his butt whipped by the eventual champion, and eventually...
0: But he kind of went off on the refs every now and then.
1: He did, and there and there was something called the Jordan, Jordan rule. That is correct, but one thing he didn't do after that was keep on whining. He won six of these. Larry Bird, when he was when he was in his second year and you've been compared to Larry Bird, Luca, people have had the audacity and the sheer gall to compare Larry Bird and you. And in his second year, he was winning an NBA championship and he was winning MVPs. And so was Mike. And so was Jerry West. You're not winning MVPs, Luca. You're not winning you're, Wow, you made first All-NBA. Good for you. Do you know the list of guys who have made that and haven't won dick? Why don't you talk to Steve Nash and ask him how many first-team All-NBA selections he would trade for a ring? So what are you about, man? That's what we're pissed off about. Quit your whining. Win something. Once you win, then you get that cred to talk. But until then, shut up because Kobe didn't get texts rescinded. Rasheed Wallace didn't get texts rescinded. Carl Malone didn't get them rescinded. But you are special, right? You're special because why?
0: I I really don't honestly know because it's just a shame to see that for two occasions he got technicals. If you talk to those refs, they're gonna say he probably earned them. Mm -hmm. and yet he got them taken away by the league, which, again, how many times can you go ahead and say things to the refs and get teased and then just know, oh, I'm going to get it taken back. I'm going to get it taken away. I'm not going to be suspended for a game. That, to me, is extremely disappointing. But, again, the Mavericks won. They're now 37-39. and You know, all is well for Dallas fans who always complain about Lakers getting everything their way. Uh, Well, you know what? It was finally went your way for once and you're getting what you want now. So they're now right on our heels. I think they are right now. Are they moved up to 10th place? I'm going to have to check right now as we speak, but they're right behind the Lakers right now. No, actually, they're still in 11th place because Oklahoma City and the Lakers don't have 39 losses. But still, when it comes right down to it, my friend, the next five games are going to be very important. The MVP chase—I'm not sure what's going on because Joel Embiid is sitting out tonight against, you know, against Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets team that actually had a chance to really put a defining win over the weekend against Giannis decumpo Your thoughts on this, my friend? Before we hit the final five games of the season one more time for the Lakers, just a disappointing thing where you have all these MVP talk and you have Joel Embiid you know, all just complaining and campaigning and complaining. He doesn't get fair treatment. You had a chance to show up tonight, but unfortunately you're, you were held out and you know, that's going to be the difference there as far as Nikola Jokic. Although I think still in my mind, Embiid should be the MVP.
1: I I, I agree. I agree, Jill. I think, you know, if Joel plays the, the rest of the season, He's gonna win MVP. He's he's played. The yeah, but f- he's
0: being out tonight. I think is going to be bad in the eyes of a lot of voters.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's probably a negative uh, negative against him uh, tonight. He should be playing. Um, you know, obviously, right now Philadelphia is saying, "Well, he played the back to back on the weekend. We want to hold him out. We're worried about possibly uh, stress minutes affecting." him down the stretch uh yeah gerald you're shaking if, your if head i don't MVP, i don't buy it either
0: if the mvp is that important to him like he's been whining about all season since he lost it last year etc cetera, etc cetera, and the year before all that then you show up you show up for this marquee matchup
1: yeah no 100 percent. It, it it the the optics look like he's punking out yeah. of, t- of tonight's matchup it it does it's not a good look No. Yeah.
0: No, but, yeah, you know, there it is right there for you. It is uh, Nikola Jokic. If he wins a third time, it's going to be based, I think, off of this what happened this past weekend and tonight in regards to a no-show and a uh, dominating performance against Giannis Ndendogupo. But before we it out, my friend, it is the final five games on the road trip, the final five road games of the season for the Lakers. Our final seven games coverage for this season Hopefully it'll be a little bit more with a play in and hopefully a playoff run. What are you going to think they're going to do on this road trip? This all important road trip where the Lakers again. I think they got to take the one in Houston. No doubt. They got to go ahead and take the one in Utah. They got to go ahead and take the one in, in Minnesota. Obviously that's a team right above them in the standings. The Chicago team, they got to win it just to shut up Patrick Beverly or they're never going to hear the end of it. It's the game, like you said, at the Clippers on that back-to-back that kind of scares me.
1: Yeah, me too, drilled. So, I'm I'm with you. I'm 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 ho- I'm gonna be optimistic and say that um, they they win the Chicago game, they win the Houston game. I'm I'm iffy about the mini game. I really hope they come out and just uh, just light them
0: up. Cat came back and is playing well for them.
1: He is. He is playing well. Um, so we're not sure because they're going to be coming off, uh, off of, uh, a game against Phoenix. And we're not, we're not sure how that's going to play out. So they might be licking their wounds coming into a big home game with us. So I'm hoping we can win that one. If we win that one, Gerald, so far we're three and all on the road trip. Yep. And then, yeah, you're right. We got to win that game against Utah. And then, yes, I'm with you. I'm, I'm really, I'm hesitant about that Clipper game. I think, you know they might be walking into uh, a slaughterhouse, kind of. Just the uh, the Clippers are just waiting with the knives and forks after back to back. Especially, you know, I don't know what it is, Gerald, but that like when they've just got it in their craw, man. That it's always a Game Seven NBA Finals when they play us. I like I've it, it's 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 uncanny. It's uncanny the way they play against us. So I'm very hesitant about that one. So hopefully well, I will say
0: this though. DeMar DeRozan played so well as we called it because he is from the Southern California area. You know, it gives you a little bit of extra incentive to play well in front of a lot of your friends and family. AD is doing the same thing on Wednesday.
1: Yes. I think you're right, Gerald. I think he's going to want to show out in Chi town in front of family and friends. You're right. He usually does, so I expect a huge game from him. I expect
0: it as well, and hoping LeBron will follow suit. Hopefully, we can get D'Lo back. Uh, any last thoughts on this D'Angelo injury thing? Because it's really been kind of troubling, I think, as far as the hip soreness. And I don't know. It's at this time of the year, everybody has some type of soreness that has played any amount of games this year in the NBA. I know that Anthony Davis is finger sore, His toughness has always been put into question, and we talked about him being the glass man and street clothes and all that, but I really think that you he is trying to improve his image on that. I think he'll be there despite the injuries to his finger and to his feet and everything else. LeBron with his torn foot tendon, which has come back miraculously faster than anyone else in history, according to the doctors, if you listen to them. What about D'Angelo? D'Angelo is just hip soreness. Doesn't it bother you in the least that LeBron and AD are trying to play through these injuries, yet D'Angelo is not?
1: Yes, it does. It does, and it 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 just uh, lets you know that perhaps some people, rather than than all people, decide that their threshold of pain is a lot less than others, and they're going to conceivably decide that, well, I don't feel right, so I'm just gonna sit out yeah but your team needs you
0: Joe says it's a contract year
1: well if it was me
0: I would be playing more on exactly. a contract
1: year exactly yeah um you know if you're on a contract right in any other you're job, trying to look
0: better to teams
1: Yes. Yeah. and again Joe you know the businessman right uh you know if I'm in a contract if I'm on a contract with uh Sin Blades and um it's in its last six months, I'm gonna try and do everything possible to show up every day on time, ready to go, because I want Joe to renew that contract. Just or like
0: look good to someone else, maybe. Or look
1: good to, or look good to a competitor. Exactly. So, so this sitting out because uh, I feel sore. Yeah, maybe you're maybe you're protecting short term interest, but you're you're basically letting long term goals kind of slip by and you not seeing the forest for the trees here, You're just seeing the shrubs and uh, you need to be really careful about how you want to project yourself. You know, are you a team player or are you more, ah, you know, my, my ankle today, Gerald, it's just, it's not feeling good. It's not feeling right. And you know, no, you want to be ready to go right now because your team needs you and we're desperate
0: absolutely we are a desperate team and we're going to find out how desperate they are in the next five games on this road trip jamie sweet and joe sorrow have been all over the world's best lakers chat room right here at the lakers fast break great job by those guys and everyone else a part of what they were doing right here at the lakers fast break search and destroy tycoon Always a great time having you here. Hassan as well. Daniel, always great having everyone here as part of the Lakers fast break. Of course, Xavier as well. Thank you so much for joining us. There will be more Sean Grice coming up here this week because tomorrow, El Rob and Joe and Sean are coming back for another round of Do You Know? Your Lakers trivia.
1: I Not want less- you, Lee. I want you. Oh, I want oh, you. Watch
0: out. Jamie, you're invited as well, so go ahead. If you can hang out with us, it's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. If you can join us, it's right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Of course, Wednesday, it is the post game. of course, between Chicago and the Lakers. Also join us for the game itself at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Thursday, Jamie has said he is going to be ready. He's going to be awake. Hopefully, Joe and I can hang out with him. It's going to be late night with the Lakers fast break as well. And then Friday, your morning starts. Get your cup of java ready on Friday because Magic Man and Joe Sora will go ahead and entertain you with Magic Man in the morning. So go ahead and check that out before Friday night's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Playback and also the best post game that's out there right here at the Lakers fast break. Uh, Jamie says, oh, bacon, eggs, and coffee. And then "Eh, I don't know about Jack and Jill. So... I will say right now, though, it's going to be a great week ahead. We're trying to put out as much content as we can for you before the end of the season. We're still going to have a ton of stuff coming up for you after the season ends. So we got a lot of things going on here at the Lakers Fast Break. Any last thoughts, Magic Man, while you send some smack over to Jamie?
1: <laughs> well, actually, you know what, Gerald? I'm really hoping that uh, when we fi- talk about the Lakers on Wednesday on playback that we're actually in a in position but I don't think we will be.
0: That's going to be concerning. That all depends I think on what goes on with Oklahoma City and what lines up there. I think that's, that's key right there. If the Lakers will be able to stay in the same position. New Orleans they're at Portland. We'll see what happens there as well but once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate it part. What He's still talking smack to you. He's still trying to figure out what he did wrong. <laughs> but once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate everyone out there catching our shows. Tomorrow, it's Do You Know Your Lakers Trivia. So for Sean Grice, it's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Please like and subscribe if you haven't already to all the great things that we're doing right here at the Lakers Festival.